Hi, everybody. Leanne and Mason here. We're back with our discussions on manifesting and energy and using what we know about energy to um, talk about how possibly our perspectives might be different, even though we might have similar views on how to create things. Um, I'm Leanne Halitha. I'm a energy healer. I own a studio in Berkeley, Colorado called The Healing Studio, and I work with people all across the world to offer healing around manifestation, thought processes, patterns, that kind of thing, blocks. Uh, and I've been doing that most of Mason's life. So Mason was raised with this awareness of this information. He also came in with his own level of wisdom and understanding. So, hey, Mason. Hi. So I think we decided that we were going to talk more about um, the whole idea of like the law of attraction and manifesting and what it looks like, how it, how would that, those concepts apply if you're like getting started with your life or if you're getting um, into, you know, if you're in the middle of your life or you're retiring or what does that look like in all the stages? Um, <laughs> and uh, yes, I say hi to the people who are watching. Thank you, Melissa. She says we have good hair. <laughs> Um, so, so, you know, let's talk about the idea that thoughts become things. We've talked about it a little bit in this podcast before, and you are just saying that you're just now kind of going, oh, that's actually true. <laughs> um, but I do think that there could be an issue with like where you are, what you're surrounded by, what you would even know, um, uh, because of, your stage in life, your exposure to things, right? Like I may have all kinds of thoughts about some things that, because of my, the studying I've done, the work I do, all of that stuff. And so I can think differently about things than maybe you can because you haven't lived those things yet. Yeah, I think that's true. And I think that there's a different perspective with someone who works in the energy field like you might and someone who is trying to use energy work to get something different. Well, and, and when you say use energy work, are you talking about the people who are doing it themselves consciously or receiving it from you? I think that it's people who are learning about it and learning how they can shape their reality with it. And you are directly in that business of teaching people how to channel their energy for the best of themselves. Yeah, and and I definitely have kind of a diff different understanding from the perspective of the work that I do and watching people be stuck in their manifestation things. But I, but I guess I wonder just conceptually for you, how do you go from just starting life to creating what you want? How can how can you even think about what you want if you haven't been exposed to it yet? Well, I think that. It's about feeling it out and finding what you're, what you actually want to do. And I think that positive thinking can drive you towards that because if you find something that re you really enjoy, I think you'll know that you really enjoy that work, and it'll push you to have a more positive mindset about it. Yeah, but like, let's take the situation you're presently in. You're you're working a job that you're not like super thrilled about, right? And trying to figure out how to get your manifestation in, in an engine room, 
So, so I know positive thinking is one thing, but how do you invest your thoughts on a day-to-day -day basis? I think it's about, for me, it's about self-reflection. Okay, so what does that look like? Reflecting on how the choices I made led me to where I am. Are you doing that with like kind of a non-judgmental view or are you being harsh? Yeah, I go, I go back and forth between, but I try to stay more like what, this is what happened and this is why it happened. Well, I think that that's great if you can stay there. But I think a lot of what happens for most of us is that if we make a perceived mistake or we aren't where we want to be, it's kind of hard to stay out of the negative thinking. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, I would definitely say that's true. Well, and you know, talk about with me about your friends and your, your influences around you. Are they generally positive people, generally negative, kind of a combo of both? I would say that most of the people my age are positively cynical. Oh, okay. Let's talk about that a little bit more. Well, because we've been raised in a world that where we've been told that it's dying for the entire time we've been alive and we've been told we're killing it and we're directly responsible so we're like i think we have a kind of oh everything's terrible but everything's great at the same time mentality okay so you're saying that that the climate march that has been talked about since you were you were little has been has impacted how you perceive the world definitely and i think that it's i've heard it a lot uh, people saying I'm tired of living through historic events. Yeah, but aren't we always living through historic events? Yeah, but I, f I think that uh, there's been some kind of acceleration lately that has, it's felt like an acceleration, even if it hasn't been because of the way the news cycle is sped up. And it makes everyone a lot more fearful and hard. To, it's hard to have positive thinking when all you're being told from the world is that there are t only terrible things happening. Right. So you feel like that that's impacted your generation's ability to think positively? Yeah, I think so. And I think that it's not affecting our way to think positively about what we're doing in our lives, but it uh, makes us think cynically about everything outside of our lives, if that makes sense. So it, what does that look like? Is that like, what's the point? No, I think it's more... Um, of a, well, I'm, I'm doing okay, but everything else is crumbling around me. And that's, mm -hmm. I think that's the mentality a lot of kids my age have. Well, so how does that, um, how does that um, impact your manifestation abilities? I mean, does that make you go, I'm going to do what I want when I want, because why not? The world's falling apart. Or does it make you go, oh, I have to make a difference. I have to do something to change this. What does it, what does it do to your manifestation? There are people on both sides of that. Um, I think that for me, it just makes me want to get involved to make a change on a bigger scale. But for some people, they go with the, well, what's the point? I might as well do whatever I want. Well, and, and you know, manifestation does have, have a lot to do with your frequency, you know, and if our collective frequency has been gloom and doom, you know, we were talking about even just the ideas of, you know, we've been in kind of a very divisive way for a while now too. Um, at least in the U S we are. 
Um, I mean, not just the U.S. I, I can't say that. That that there's definitely divisiveness going worldwide. There's lots of things that are happening. We seem to be in a really intense battle of black and white thinking right now. Um, do you? Are you waiting for? So I'm thinking about like like the secret and the energy and where how I attract things, right? So where I focus is where I head. What I put out there is what I get back. But I kind of. I think about this for some, sometimes like when somebody's, if they're not actively in a stage of feeling super in control of their manifestation fields. Like, I don't know. I'm, I would venture to guess that maybe I feel more in control of my manifestation than you feel in control in yours. Would you agree? Yeah, I would say that's true. Because I am more established in who I am and what I'm doing and I have more resources um, although not that you don't have a lot of resources, but I mean, I can use the resources I want to, you know, with the way I need to, that kind of thing. So, you know, if, if you're sitting in my office and I say to you, well, thoughts become things, Mason, and, and um, you just need to change your thinking, that kind of might be an oversimplification to where you're at. Yeah, I would say that's true. So what would you tell me saying that to you? Uh, if you told me that I need, just need to think more positively and I would tell you, well, look at the world. How can I think more positively when everyone else is thinking negatively? Mm. And I think it actually comes from like over information almost. Right. Like, like because people are, are know so much about the, t all the bad things that have happened and they know more about all the bad things that have happened than they know about the good things. I feel like. Well, I do. I think that's somewhat human nature, right? We tend to, to stare at the, you know, at the car accidents or notice the bad weather. You know, I mean, I do think that that's somewhat, we do that, but, but I guess, you know, with, with your energy awareness and your understanding of manifestation, I don't know. Would, wouldn't you say turning inward and rather than looking so much outward, like being more disciplined about creating an inner, you know, dynamic with yourself. That's like, this is what I want to do. This is how I'm going to do it. This is my dedication to it. I think that's the challenge is finding that place where you can be in the moment and you can be present with yourself and not disconnected in some foreign country or state where there's lots of drama happening. And I would say that's where a lot of people have been living this year. Mm. They've been living through the news, stuck at home. And I don't know if that's true for everyone, but I know I watched a lot of news this year. It, even before I like was into the journalism end of my studies, I was watching a lot of news at the beginning of the pandemic. And it was very much, I wouldn't say it was fear mongering, but it was trying to make everyone very alarmed. And I think everyone was up in this negative thinking space, stuck at home. So why did you indulge with that? Uh, I think it's ignorance. It was like the illusion of ignorance if you didn't. Oh, you know, that's true. That's a real thing, right? Oh, well, if you're not paying attention to the news, if you're not paying attention to what's happening, you're not paying attention. You're not smart. I, and I do think that that gets in the way of manifesting. I think the need, the need to look like you have intellectual information. I mean, the news is very repetitive. There's a lot of the same things said over and over. Like, I don't think that, you know, you need to just constantly be watching it if it's not your profession. 
um, because there's other things to manifest from, right? I mean, I know that, I do know that there's a real thing of like, oh, it's, you gotta stay informed or whatever. But then I think the pendulum has swung too far. We're over-informed uh, in, about the wrong things, you know? We're not necessarily getting empowered. And I guess that's what I was hoping we would do with this podcast is, is have conversations that were empowering because it's one thing to say, think positively, but like you're talking about the obstacles to that are big. Yeah, I would definitely say that what the, I would say that that goes back to the ego, actually feeling, having the need to be informed and look intelligent. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. a false sense of self. Right. And a false sense of control. If and, I know what the COVID numbers are today, then I will, then I will know whether or not to leave my house. Well, the COVID numbers are reporting really the state of things back in time, not today, this very moment of what your risks are. And if you keep going and focusing on the same issues over and over and trying to beat a dead horse, these, uh, I don't know, this divisiveness. Like if you say something, like all summer we were dealing with the Black Lives Matter protests and it's uh, systemic racism is a huge issue. But if you keep telling the Republicans that refuse to be like at all, or not even the Republicans, it's not even the Republicans, it's the further, the further divisive people, uh, like the ones that storm the Capitol who are just like, no, blue lives matter. No, the police lives matter. It's just to be oppositional. People are feeding off of this opposition this year. Well, you claim to enjoy being oppositional. Then I think it reflects on everyone else. If I enjoy being oppositional, everyone else must obviously enjoy being oppositional. And I think that's true. I don't know that everyone enjoys that. Well, but- it looks like it. Well, I do think that people can, there's an indulgence in being right. I'm right, you're wrong, you're an idiot, and I'm smart, you know? Um, I mean, I, I definitely, it's, I definitely, with the, with the political divisiveness, I see people thinking that the other side is just stupid, both ways, both directions, right? So, you know, if you, if you wanna manifest a world in a different way, and you think humanity is stupid, or you think that humanity is killing the planet, or you, I mean, how are you going to get into a cooperative state if you pretty much assume that humans are bad, except for you and maybe a small group of you? Well, I, I, think, I think that the way that I do that is I focus on the ways that I see that there's a potential. The potential is there for everyone to be in this positive, renewable space because well, whenever I think about climate change and the planet being in a horrible state, I can find always find a video of some new form of renewable energy. Like the other day I saw a video of, uh, I can't remember where it was, but they were harnessing waves and turning them into energy. There's a lot of weight. There's a lot of energy in waves. And yeah, it, it just makes me more hopeful to see stuff like that. Well, and I think when, when it comes to energy and hopefulness is is better. Optimism is better. Um, even, even just being a little bit over the, the feeling negative, you know, like I don't, I don't think it's helpful to be against, if that makes sense. I, I, I read a whole article about that actually. 
how uh, being against something is a lot worse than being for something. Okay, what did, what did that article say? It's It was talking about, uh, I can't remember what it was in, it was in a uh, big newspaper, but they were talking about how being for something is a lot more helpful to the cause than being against another cause in support of what you're for. Like, if that makes any sense. Like, it was saying, like, um, vote for the politician that you want to, to enact an office, not against the one that you dislike. Okay. Or vote for the policies that you believe in, or not against the ones that you disagree with. Right, right. Well, okay. And I mean, on an energy level, why do you think that that would be better? Because pushing something up is always better than holding something down. Well, but what do you what do you know about the law of attraction in regards to this? Not a lot. <laughs> you I don't? Think, not probably not on this. So what you focus on is what you attract. And there it is not there is not a it, the universe doesn't hear no. So if I say I want I don't want to struggle, I just ordered up a bunch of struggle because it didn't hear the don't want part. It just hears the my relationship with struggle is what I'm affirming. I'm not a Affirming ease. I want peace. I want cooperation. You know, it's it's the law of attraction is basically the more we look at these things, the more we look at negativity, the more we focus on those things, the worse that we can make them. But here's the struggle that I have with you that I want I wonder what you think about is I how do I teach you? stop doing something to be aware that you're doing something if I don't focus on the thing that you're doing that's not good first it's I think that's the hard part because you it you have to I think the hard part is identifying what you want to happen instead okay because if there's a behavior that um, someone's doing then there's obviously a behavior that you'd rather they be doing so are you saying that it'd be better to focus on what you'd rather have them be doing than on the behavior that they were? Well, I mean, I, I'm up for debate on this. You you debate with me. So let's say, okay, I'm frustrated because law of attraction wise, I can see Mason is super smart. He's um, has lots of potential and very articulate. And yet he's making choices not to use that part of himself, but instead to use parts of himself that seem to be in a destructive pattern. Yeah. And I think that. Do you think just telling you that you're smart and articulate and just focusing on that is going to get the message through? No. I think that it's about focusing on what, if finding what I want to be doing instead of having these destructive behaviors. Because if you replace it with something instead of just trying to get rid of it, I think that's what's valuable. <laughs> well, and, and I think it's your journey. I, I can't do it for you anyways. Like, even if I can see that, you know, it's your unique perspective that you're manifesting and harnessing. Right. But we're focusing on, we're talking about uh, what your thoughts were, right? Well, I'm more talking about my how my how I influence you or how I influence the world at all. Like, how do I get you as my child who was literally raised with the law of attraction and you're like i don't know if i really know what that is <laughs> you're like how do i get someone how do i get everyone on the same page with this and seeing what they could create rather than what they are creating well i think it could go back to that opposition 
because people would oppose having a new reality because they they I, I don't know they so I feel like some people enjoy wallowing in the drama. Well, I agree with that. I think that drama is a very addictive thing, and an energy that's very addictive. Then I think that some people use it as a coping mechanism, and they might reject, try and reject removing that coping mechanism. And being healthy might be um, tougher. They might oppose being healthier for themselves just because they oppose the behavior and want to be opposition. Okay. Well, but, you know, I guess I don't know. I feel like I'm, do you get where I'm trying to go is like, you know, because a lot of times, and I've talked about this before, people swear, like, if I knew this when I first started my life, I my life would have been totally different. But you do know this, and you're not necessarily employing it fully. I think that it's, um, part of that is you have, you have to think about it. You have to really focus on that thing. And if you're not reminding yourself constantly that that's something that you have to do, I would say that you forget when you drop into a negative mindset. You forget that that negative mindset is going to negatively affect what's going to happen around you. So it's kind of like you're going unconscious. Yeah, I think you disconnect and disassociate. Okay. And you disassociate from that positive self. And I think that positive self is associated with positive thinking and that law of attraction. And once you drop into that negative space, that it just doesn't work because you have to really focus on it. And I think you get exasperated with yourself. It's interesting. So you think that it's hard? I think that it's hard at times. Like it's harder, it's much harder to manifest when you're in a negative mindset than when you're feeling content with your surroundings. Well, that's true, I think too. And I think that that's how a lot of people struggle. Like how do I get my frequency to change from where I am now to, to where I want to be if all I see is where I am now? And I think that goes back to um, this need for an immediate reward. There's very little patience mm, for, yeah. for dominance. Um, sorry. Um, um, but there's very little place for these dominoes to fall in. And um, it, even if one drops, you could say, well, that's just a small part of it. And I think that people really have to be patient. And I think patience is the hardest part. So you think you need patience with energy work? Sometimes. I mean, the thing about manifesting is it's a good, most of the time it's a good thing that you're not manifesting instantaneously because sometimes what you think, if it pops in your, to your reality right then, that might, might not be the best thing, right? <laughs> um, drive off of instant gratification to this day and age. Yeah. And especially my generation has zero attention span and the instant, and if the instant gratification isn't there, they, we jump onto a different topic and we stop focusing on creating our own reality. Well, some of the topics, the interesting topics can't be positive manifestation. How come we can't just make it more interesting to pay attention to manifesting positive things? What's in the way of that? Drama. I would say that the addiction uh, to drama. Yep. I would say that it's, um, because if you look at it all the way back to high school, everyone would be obsessed with, oh, who, who cheated on who at high school? 
it's like if you go back that far, you could still see that everyone's obsessed with the drama. And people would argue at school about, and they would get in fistfights in the parking lot over politics, even though nobody could vote. <laughs> oh, nobody could vote, and they didn't even know enough yet about the world to know that's why they're not allowed to vote yet. <laughs> so do you have questions for me that we want to throw out, or are you? Well, uh, just kind of a general question, but... Um, how do you often tackle people who would say, well, I'm in a terrible place situationally right now. How can I think positively? Well, I mean, it's, it's a gentle dance for me, if, for the most part. I mean, sometimes I just make energetic suggestions to people rather than saying something with my mouth. Because sometimes saying something with my mouth just makes you mad. Because I'm making it sound like there's an easy solution and it's just so easy to shift out of something, right? And so... Um, so sometimes I'm just generally, generally sending in more of a psychic, um, influence of like, okay, are we ready for this to change? Can you let go of this way of being? People are very dug into their lives. Even though sometimes people will come into sessions and be like, do it all, clear me completely, do it. They're not really asking for that because if I did that, they would be really, they would be completely different people when they left and they wouldn't know what to do with themselves. So I kind of have to work with where they're at and the limitations that they have. So I just, you know, I'll, I might, I might be able to get them to start to think a little bit differently about something. Um, you know, but I, but I may not be able to completely shift it for them. Um, and this is what I guess I'm, I, why I feel like we should be having these conversations. Um, I mean, how do we teach kids this? How do we get this more embedded in society? Because people are very attracted, attached to their drama, their stories, their, their victim energy, which keeps them from manifesting. And it's, I don't know where that, how that comes in like that. I, and so when I work with people, I just generally have to softly begin to get them to see something different. I mean, if you're, and, and let me be clear, if you're doing well enough to come to an energy healer, you're probably okay. Like, I mean, you're not probably homeless and, you know, or, you know, in rehab or, you know, if you're coming to me, your okayness is probably a higher level than the average human. I don't know. I could be wrong. Or they're accepting their circumstances. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And, you know, Melissa brings up a good point in the comments and says soap opera programming. I do think that TV's TV programming has always been kind of, you know, about. I have, I have another point and it might be a little bit more controversial, but I think that it's about, because kids are very, children especially are very easily influenced. And I would say that it's about getting kids into think, knowing that that positive mindset is very early because the way that a lot of people have their morals instilled is through religion mm -hmm. and they take them to church at a very young age so that they will remember them because they're very impressionable. Mm -hmm. And I would say that the same thing goes for energy work, because if you have been raised on it, then you will know inherently that this is something that helps me because I, because when you're in that safe space of being at home and not having anything to worry about, and you can start to understand stuff like that. And I would say that kids, you might say that kids might not be able to understand concepts like this, but I would say, I think they can. I, I think they can, but I don't know how 
to get them to remember. I mean, you don't, you don't, you just said you didn't remember. I remember you telling me that positive thinking leads to positive things a lot. And you would say it was something along those lines a lot. And it, I remember that very well. But you think you kind of said that you forgot it in this t present time that you had to go back and remember it. Yeah, I think that when someone drops into a negative mindset, but if it's always been there, it's a lot easier to cling back to it. And I think that that is something that's helped me. All right, we have a minute and a half left. What else do you have to say? The topic of manifesting. Say that nobody manifests enough or everybody manifests too much. <laughs> Manifest too much of the negativity, not enough of the positive solutions, I, innovative thinking, yeah. Everyone focuses on the negative news and they prop it up and make it what gets hits and I think it manifests a negative reality. Yeah. Well, thanks everybody for watching and hanging out with us. And if you're listening to this later, we thank you too. And you can still send us comments, that kind of thing, anytime you want when you hear this. Um, next week, we are not going to be on air because um, I am going on a little retreat with my husband away for the, uh, just a night, but it'll fall on this day. So um, just to kind of get some recovery. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you, um, Mason, are going to join me again in two weeks, right? What shall we talk about? We should go off of this, but um, do you have any ideas? We should go off of manifesting and do talk about something else. Well, one of the things that we touched on with manifesting. Oh, well, I mean, I do think that you're... <laughs> That I do think that it would be important for us to talk a little bit more about, um, uh, you know, negative thinking, how how that, wh where that comes from, how that gets energetically programmed in, you know, that and that kind of thing. I think that we could talk more about the energetics of, neg of negative thinking. Okay. Yeah, that would work. And I think we should include patience in there at some point. Patience. Okay. <laughs> All right. I will talk to you later. Thanks for chatting. Thanks for chatting. Bye. Bye.